Family Dental. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Silver Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. We take you... Right up until noon, give our four of you an opportunity to win some Claxons Barbecue. Coming up here at about 11.30, our picks before we get out of here as well. Working on Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News, although potentially his plans have changed and won't be able to join us, so we'll talk some NFL trend con, then we can muddle our way through this. Yes! Uh, this game tonight, it is a San Francisco 49ers team that finds themselves in a, a playoff spot to begin the day. Of course, Tennessee's in a really good spot, uh, but they saw their number one seed evaporate. They're not playing their best football right now. Is it all Derrick Henry? It's a big part of it, mm-hmm. and it's Ryan Tannehill. You know, last season, He's what we saw from him, lately. he had felt like he had taken those steps. It was more than the blip from two years ago. He continued, and here we are today watching a guy that just frankly hasn't been good enough to get them over the hump without Henry. Uh, it's a big part of it, no doubt about that. All right, uh, that that tonight, of course, we've got a couple of games on uh, Saturday as well. Cleveland and Green Bay. I'm trying to think, which of the two would be the best Green Bay, one seed, Cleveland fighting for a playoff berth, Colts in the playoffs but trying to hold on to that spot. Arizona seems as though they're going uh, the wrong way as well. Let's get to our friend Vinny Iyer. They're still going to make the playoffs. I think they are, uh, but uh, certainly not a given the way they're going. Let's get Vinny Iyer in here. Vinny, uh, Trenton, Ken, Merry Christmas. Uh, compliments of the season to you, Vinny Iyer. How are you? Uh, doing well, guys. Thanks for having me. No, I appreciate it. When you watch this Cardinal team, uh, a team that was, uh, we, we saw that Thursday night game against uh, against Green Bay, could have gone their way. They were in a real good spot as far as a one seed. It seems as though those chances now looking le- less and less remote. Uh, when you see this Arizona team, who three weeks ago a lot of folks thought, you know what, they're not getting enough respect. This is truly a, a Super Bowl contender. Do you feel that way uh, today? Well, I think if you're in the tournament, you're a Super Bowl contender. That's how I look at it. I think anyone who gets in has a shot because you can just get hot and go on this run. And we saw that last year. Maybe we look at, with the NFL expanding to the seventh seed, I don't know if that team has much of a shot there at the bottom. But we know that if you're one through five, you're going to be in the mix pretty much here to try to compete. You know, that top wild card is always a pretty strong team. We see that this year as well with the way things are developing here. So, it's going to be a lot of fun to see how the Cardinals finish. And the Colts, on the other hand, they're playing them at home this week. I mean, the Colts have a lot of momentum. Jonathan Taylor's playing well. Their defense is playing well. And it's interesting when you look, we saw the Patriots might be the team that can take down the Chiefs. Then we thought, okay, the Bills have done it in the regular season. The Titans have done it. But you look at the Colts. Who took down the Bills? It was the Colts. <laughs> that was the team that uh, took care of the business with their running game against that team. And I bet if Tennessee and Indianapolis played the third time, the second game went into overtime, I bet they'd win that game. I mean, it was that close in a couple of matchups there between uh, the Colts and Titans. So it's interesting with the AFC. You look at the number one seed, you look at the number five it, between Kansas City and Indianapolis, you say all those teams have a shot, but you look in the middle there, you don't trust New England completely mm-hmm. with their offense. Same thing with Tennessee. Baltimore, you don't uh, trust anymore with their defense. Cincinnati's a pretty young team. And so are the Chargers. So 
that's the field the Chiefs have to navigate through, and it's working out well because they wanted an AFC transition around them while they're the stable team. That's what's happened. Since we saw the Packers win that Super Bowl early in the Rodgers tenure, there's been a lot of flameouts. They look like a freight train coming down right now, but playoffs have not been kind to this organization. What's different? Is anything different this year, or are we setting ourselves up for another failure here come January for Green Bay? Yeah, I feel like a little bit is different. I feel like they made a big defensive change there, bringing in Joe Barry. I think he's been pretty good with their defense. I mean, I'm really surprised how well their pass defense has held up without Jair Alexander. He's not quite ready to come back this week, but all expectations he will be back here at least for week 17 for the Packers. So if they get him back, that changes everything. The way uh, Eric Stokes is playing, and they have some guys really delivering in the secondary. The team is pretty decent in stopping the run as well. And you have Aaron Rodgers lighting things up, and the running game is peaking at the right time with A.J. Dillon helping Aaron Jones. So, really, the Packers are, I think, a more complete team than they were last year. I think if they get a little healthier down the stretch, that'll be great. Uh, David Bakhtiari still could come back and left tackle. So, these are all things that are trending in the right direction for the Packers, much like they were for the Bucks. Remember, the Bucks were navigating through a lot of question marks, and then they got it all together at the right time for the playoffs. So, I mean, speaking of the Bucks, I mean, that team is going to be different. Yeah. Mike Evans has to miss significant time. Chris Godwin's already down. Leonard Fournette's already down. I know they'll probably beat the Panthers, Jets, and Panthers to get into the playoffs, but what do they do beyond that? They're going to have to play in that early weekend again, it looks like. So it, 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 I think the, the Bucks are a little bit weaker. I think the Packers are a little bit stronger. They have a very good resume here. So I think things feel a little bit different in Green Bay, but you're not going to feel that way until you see the results of the playoffs if you're a Packers fan. Yeah, if you're a Buccaneers fan, getting the uh, the Panthers to two out of the next three weeks and the Jets sandwich in the middle there, have to feel pretty good about the way the schedule ends. Vinny, can you make the case that the, um, I don't know, the most important game, look, the Vikings-Rams is important, but Buffalo-New England has huge ramifications. Might this be the game of the week? It is the game of the week. I don't know why it's at 1 p.m. Eastern time, but yeah, <laughs> that's the way we right. do it. Uh, they, they insist. Sunday Night Football, I think, is locked into double-digit spreads <laughs> in division games at this point. Last week was actually compelling because you had oh. the Saints upset, but uh, this week it's the Cowboys in Washington. But, yeah, you look at Buffalo and New England, maybe we saw it in primetime once, and it wasn't all that pretty, and it was a grinding game there. So what I, I like to see in this one, this is a chance for Buffalo to make a statement. Look. The Patriots were on a hot run, but everyone was buying into them. Are they the team to be in the AFC? Then they kind of got humbled there pretty well against the Colts. So the Bills can right the ship here. If they turn things around, they can can get this division back here. All of a sudden, the Patriots are put in a more difficult spot to make a run here. So this is pretty big for Buffalo. They need to get out of that wild card zone because you're facing a pretty tall order here to go on the road in the first round and do it as a wild card team. So I think Buffalo has to get away from that. They thought they were on track to be the number one seed when they beat uh, the Chiefs earlier in the season, but now they're just scratching to be the number four, and I think that's why they need this game so badly, where I think the Patriots, they would feel confident uh, kind of spoiling someone's chances on the road, but I think the Bills could be one and done if they have bigger aspirations, have to win this game. I know it's on the road. It's going to be tough. I think they'll play well. I think they'll learn a lot from the first game, but still winning in Foxborough this time of year is not easy. Talking NFL with Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News as Miller and Condon on KXNO. Vinny, uh, on the regional front, the Bears-Seahawks game really doesn't matter, but I do want to get your thoughts on Russell Wilson, his destination, what happens going forward for him. 
I, I know there's some talk about the Giants maybe being a potential landing spot. I don't know if that's a roster that exactly works for certainly his skill set, but who are some of the teams that would make sense for the future of Russell Wilson? Yeah, the Giants definitely have come up. Uh, I had a short list uh, a few weeks ago. I think Steelers made sense. I don't know if they're going to make an aggressive move like that to move away from Ben Roethlisberger and go with a young, another older quarterback. They could. Again, that's a team that's ready to win now. they got some of the weapons there that you would think fit with Russell Wilson, with the running backs and the wide receivers who can stretch the field. So Pittsburgh, if I'm Pittsburgh, I'd make an aggressive push to get him. I mean, this is the guy that can put you over the top. You know you have a lot of good pieces there. You know that's the fastest way to catch up to rising Cincinnati, established Baltimore, uh, Cleveland. Uh, they still could bounce back here. So you need to uh, fast track them there. So that's a team I would look at. Washington, you plug and play Russell Wilson in that. I know they've said they're not that interested, but they've got some weapons there too, and they have a pretty good defense, pretty good coach there, Ron Rivera. So I'd like to see what he could do there. So all these teams, look, it, the quarterback class – you like Matt Corral, you like Malik Willis, you like uh, Ryan Pickett, but are these all guys that you feel as great about as elite prospects? And when you get to the Desmond Ritter, Carson Strong, the Sam Howell type range, do you feel great about them? So it's really weighing those guys versus what's available. And at this rate, Aaron Rodgers might not be available. We'll yeah. see if Deshaun Watson is for the right price. So that also could affect Russell Wilson and his value. If he's only ticket out there, there's going to be a bidding war. Most likely to get a reprieve. Matt Nagy, Mike Zimmer, Vic Fangio. Any of those guys getting their mail in the same city after the season? Uh, I think Mike Zimmer's potentially safe. I mean, it really comes down to this game. You've talked about Rams-Vikings. The Vikings can win this one. They're going to feel a lot better about their playoff chances. I know they're right there at number 7 behind the 49ers, to whom they lost. But they beat the Rams. It changes the story a little bit where they add an extra win, maybe create some cushion between them and the games or the teams right behind them, uh, especially the Eagles right at 7-7, seven and because seven, right now it comes to a common games tiebreaker, so that's the slimmest of tiebreakers that you can get ahead. So the Vikings just need to take care of their own business. If they keep moving forward and do what they need to do in these past few games, they'll be fine, and they'll, they'll be in the playoffs. So, but this Rams game is a toss-up. The Rams are only three-point favorites. It's an extremely short week for them on the road. And uh, we know the Vikings can move the ball, and the Rams do have some issues in the different parts of their defense if you can keep Aaron Donald contained. Big if, but the Vikings, uh, I, I think, are playing well enough to uh, give the Rams a fight in this game. Vinny, we're going to go to you for some stock advice. I got some crappy penny stocks here for you, <laughs> and you can buy a whole bunch of shares. The Jets, the Texans, the Lions, or the Jaguars. Who are you buying stocks in for the future? What organization could get uh, give years to of me utility? Again. Jets, yeah. Texans, Lions, Jags. Actually, I kind of like the Lions. It's strange, I would say that, but right. I just don't know what their quarterback situation is. I've seen the other quarterback situation, so <laughs> I'm uh, I like the unknown more than what we have on the table. But watch out for Davis Mills. I think there's something to this kid if they can develop mm. a little bit around him. But it's really the Texans have so much work cut out for them and they're trying to figure out the capital. Where I love the Lions making that Matthew Stafford trade, getting so much draft capital. They've got some players there. Uh, if you look at Elon Ross St. Brown coming on, and the young offense, if you get a quarterback in there that can do everything with Jared, that Jared Goff can't, then you're looking at something special. Their defense, they got to get some new pieces in there for sure, but uh, I think they'll get some. With, uh, they get healthier there just alone with uh, Jeff Okuda and some other players. 
Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are intriguing to me. Lamar Jackson, he didn't practice yesterday. They've lost their th- last three games, ready for this, by a combined four points, which is incredibly difficult to do. Two of those games, Harbaugh decided to go for two Steelers, and then we saw the uh, the Packers game this past weekend. Baltimore's on the outside looking in right now. If they don't, uh, if they don't get it, is is Harbaugh come under any heat for those two decisions? And if they do get in. Are, are they a dangerous team at, uh, you know, one of those higher seeds? Well, here's the issue with the Ravens, and I've talked about it quite a bit, and people were maybe focused too much on Lamar Jackson and the running game and all that, but they've lost a lot of defense. I mean, they were able to recover actually pretty well from losing J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards in their backfield. We saw Tyler Huntley has been a pretty good Lamar Jackson sub, but the problem has been their secondary has just been totally depleted. Marcus Peters was gone early. You'll lose uh, Marlon Humphrey as well. You're pretty thin at safety at this point, and it's been pretty bad. And Clayus Campbell is now dealing with the key injury that kept him out last week. I think he was a key absence against the Packers. So a little bit long in the tooth in some positions. Not a lot of there left in the secondary. They're a team that relies on blitzing, and when you don't have good corners, it's really hard to do what you need to do that way. I think they missed Matthew Judon as well in the pass rush. So. To me, it's the Ravens' defense that I have the bigger concern for, and that's why they were so much of their offense. They had to score 30-plus points, and when they weren't doing that, everyone said, what's wrong with Lamar Jackson and everything? Well, there's a lot of pressure on that offense to deliver, and uh, they're not meant to be that one-dimensional offense where they're passing a lot to win the games. Admirably, they stay in the game. So I think Jim Har- or John Harbaugh, really both Harbaugh brothers, have done a great job this season. <laughs> yeah. But you look at uh, John I, I think he's he's a guy that he gets the most out of that team. I mean, really, if you look at the injuries that they've had and some of the adversity they've battled here, they shouldn't be anywhere near a playoff spot. But that's how good his coaching is. So I think you have to look at, does this team do more than what it should have based on their state? And you would say the Ravens this year certainly have done that. Speaking of adversity, the NFL as a whole, dealing with, of course, the continued pandemic and what they have gone through. Adjusted on the fly, trying to make things at least more reasonable from what we're seeing with this new variant. What's your takeaway? What the NFL did, was it good enough? Was it the right decision, ultimately, as we uh, go through this again this week? Yeah, I think, in general, there's a societal struggle with this. Because here it is, okay, we thought uh, Ding Dong, the witch, might be dead. But then here comes a new witch flying in and uh, trying to mess with everyone. And uh, part of it is uh, other reasons. And we still could be better collectively about taking care of this than uh, taking care of each other. But to get away from that, specifically to the NFL, look, you have to adjust the rules. I mean, there's things going on. You're playing an outdoor sport. So that's the biggest thing that you have when we talk about outdoor activities and, and transmitting and all that, in a lot of cases, unless you're playing in a dome stadium, you might change things around. But you have to adjust to certain things here. These are generally some of the healthiest people in the world, and if they've had the vaccine and they're showing no symptoms, you have to adjust to this because mm-hmm. these games have so much on the line for these organizations, uh, the fans, the bottom line of league is at stake, and they know that, and they want to make everything – as reasonable and as competitive as possible and some things they couldn't fix. I mean, unfortunately that Browns game was so critical to them and they were so shorthanded and they couldn't do anything about it. So 
you want the integrity of the game to be there. There's all kinds of other factors. Uh, you can't ignore fantasy and gambling and all these things that are going on that are also a backdoor to the NFL making money. So you got to mitigate these things as much as possible. They're doing that. And I feel like just in general with COVID-19, there's been a battle of extremes where we got to – it's not a, a black and white thing. It's a gray area thing that you have to – dive into and weigh the risks and rewards and to kind of meet somewhere in the middle. That's what I think the NFL is doing. Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News. Vinny, thanks for doing this for us. I saw your first mock draft up uh, from a couple of weeks ago. It'll soon be mock draft season in full swing, but thankfully you've got three weeks before that. There's the playoffs to get through, but uh, if you're a fan of a team like I am that's on the outside looking in, mock draft season is upon us. Vinny, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And to you, Vinny. We'll talk to you in the New Year. Appreciate it. Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News. His first mock draft was up a couple of weeks ago. You love that stuff. I do. I get into him a little bit. He's got Linderbaum in the top ten. Top ten. Boy, the Giants and the Jets own the first uh, few uh, the first. They've got each two picks. Mm-hmm. The Eagles, have, I think they've got three picks in the first round now because Carson Wentz went over that magic threshold. Uh-huh. Um. But the Jets and the Giants have two picks each. So you have, I, they have yours, right? Right, yeah. The Giants. The Giants have the Bears pick. Yeah. So I saw the way it is right now. They would have picks five and six. The Giants would. Really? I don't remember a team having back to back like that before. I mean, I think it's happened, but further down. Further the down, draft. absolutely yeah. It has yeah. But not certainly in the top seven, mm-hmm. eight, anything like that that I can remember offhand. You remember the Vikings not too many years ago had three picks. Seemingly all in the 20s. Mm-hmm. It was like 19, Cordero, 22, uh, and 25 or something. Yeah, Cordero Patterson was part of it. They took a defensive lineman who flamed out. How did Cordero Patterson make the play Pro Bowl? I don't get into the whole snub thing very yeah, often. but either. Did you, look at, did you look at the The only thing I looked at the list for was to see if there was a Bronco on it. Oh, okay. There wasn't? No. There shouldn't be. Uh, maybe uh, Simmons, but no. Another snub, I thought. Who? Kenny Nwangu. Except he came on too late. His numbers are as good yeah, as any returner. That's he means they're better the, than Grant's. Yeah, boy, he's something though. This yes. Grant kid, isn't he? He's got some speed. Yeesh. Um Would have liked to see Kenny there though. Yeah, and there's going to be so many. That would have been Iowa State's first Pro Bowler since. Oh, jeez. Mm. You got me. Yeah. I'm trying to think. That's a Mike Green question there. I'm sure he's got it at the tip of his fingers. Or Brent Bloom. Right, yeah. <laughs> a tweet uh, from Bloomy. Anyways, uh, that came out yesterday if you are so inclined. Well, Trent and I are going to read a, a um, live read for DraftKings. And while we're doing that, we would like to hear from four of you at 515-284-5966. We'll give four of you an opportunity to play for DraftKings. So, if you're getting a ring... Play for Claxons. You're looking at you're looking at DraftKings. Draft you're playing for Claxons. <laughs> we can't give away bets on the air. Maybe we could. Maybe we could. Well, we're, play, we're going to give away Claxons Barbecue right now to the first four of you uh, at 284-5966. We'll give you an opportunity. You know the drill. You call us. We'll give you four games in a tiebreak. If you get the most right, you'll be eating BBQ. But if you get a ring, my point being is stay there because Trent and I have to read. We can't answer the phone. Get a ring, stay there. We'll get to that uh, as we continue on Miller and Condon. DraftKings, then Claxon's Barbecue on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. This is KXNO. 
It's Christmas week, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, has a gift that you'll certainly put you in a holiday spirit. New customers can get just five can bet just five dollars on any NBA team. Win $150 in free bets if that team that you bet your $5 on wins. It's a great way to put some extra jingle in your pocket. And all DraftKings Sportsbook customers, all you returners, can also get in the Christmas spirit with holiday free bet surprise. Everyone will get a free bet up to $50 instantly as DraftKings Sportsbook gives away up to $10 million in prizes. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code CAKES. And I'll bet just $5 on any NBA team and want $150 in free bets if that team wins. Use the promo code KXNO this Christmas week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. You must be 21 or older, Iowa only, new customers only, and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-Occurring this spring. With year-end approaching, you may have a surplus of dental care as part of your health plan. Fuller Dental has appointments available between now and year's end. Visit FullerDental.net or call 515-266-3437 266-3437 to schedule your appointment at Fuller Fires 1322 Trent Condon, welcome back We've got a smart audience, Trent Condon A couple of cleanups before we do claxons We need plenty of those Galicio Semele Yep, two-time pro bowler Two-time pro bowler And... Thank you to, I want to get his name right, Brad Ernst. The Redskins had picked two and three in the two... Well, they were the Redskins at the time, so I'm going to allow myself that one. Uh, The football team had two uh, back-to-back picks, picks two and three in the year 2000. They took LeVar Arrington and Chris Samuel. Uh, Both of them kind of worked out, right? They were both pretty good. Good players, yeah. Felt like both of them could have been a little better, though, too. Yeah, that's true. Boy, left something on there. Mm Mm-hmm. Picks two and three in the year 2000. Thank you, Brad Ernst and Colicio Simile. There's your answer to the last cyclone that made the Pro Bowl. At least we think that's the answer. Uh, let's get to Claxon, shall we? I need names, TC. Oh, yeah. you got to type those in there, don't you? Well, I know first up we got Ryan, and I'll get the rest of you. All right. Well, you do that. I will remind everybody where Claxon's Barbecue is. Claxon's Barbecue is in Altoona, 3131 8th Street, southwest in Altoona. You can find them online, ClaxonBBQ.com. ClaxonBBQ.com. BBQ.com, serving barbecue in the Altoona area for 25-plus years. If you win this contest, you will get a $35 gift certificate from Claxons. The runner-up gets $25. We'll give you four games and a tiebreaker, and away we go. Hello, Ryan. Merry Christmas. How are you? I'm doing great. Merry Christmas to you guys. Thank you. Uh, here we go. San Francisco tonight is a three-and-a-half-point favorite at Tennessee. Going Niners. Green Bay Christmas afternoon gives seven and a half to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm going to say the Packers. Packers for you. Okay. Rams are a three and a half point favorite at the Vikings. Minnesota. Kansas City. The line is now down to seven and a half. They host Pittsburgh. Kansas City. Here's the tiebreaker, Ryan. Closest without going over. Tomorrow's Hawaii Bowl. Total points. Memphis, Hawaii. Closest without going over. Can you... Memphis, Hawaii? Memphis. Can I get a line on the over-under? Uh, it's 55, I think, is the total. 
I'm going to go 58. 58 it is, Ryan. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening. Yep. Appreciate you it. Too. Thanks. Take care. Uh, Bill is next. Bill, welcome to the program. Merry Christmas to you, Bill. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Doing fine, Bill. San Francisco is a three-and-a-half-point favorite at Tennessee tonight. Tennessee. Green Bay gives seven-and-a-half to the Browns Christmas Day. Green Bay. Uh, the Rams are a three-and-a-half-point favorite as they go to Minneapolis. Rams. Chiefs, seven-and-a-half versus the Steelers. Chiefs. And tiebreaker, Hawaii Bowl, total points closest without going over. Five zero. Fifty. Thank you, Bill. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Uh, Matt is with Miller in Condon. Hello, Matt. How are you? Doing well. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, sir. Uh, the Niners are three and a half point favorite over the Titans tonight. Niners. Green Bay, seven and a half over the Browns. Uh, Packers. Rams give three and a half to the Vikings. Rams. T- uh, Chiefs, seven and a half point favorite over the Steelers. Chiefs. And the Hawaii Bowl tomorrow, the closest without going over. Total points, both teams, Matt. 59. 59-59? Yep. You got it. Merry Christmas, Matt. Thanks for listening. Yep. Merry Christmas. Appreciate it. And uh, Jason brings it to a close. Hello, Jason. How are you doing, guys? Doing fine. Merry Christmas, sir. Uh, Merry Christmas, dude. The Niners are a three-and-a-half-point favorite over Tennessee. Got to go Niners. All right. Green Bay, seven-and-a-half to Cleveland. As much as it pains me, i got to go pack. I <laughs> love those. Uh, the Rams are a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Vikings. Go Rams. And the Chiefs give seven-and-a-half to Pittsburgh. Everybody's going Chiefs. I'm, I've got to go Chiefs, too. Yeah. The line opened at 10. With all the COVID uncertainty, it fell to seven-and-a-half. Uh, the tiebreaker, Jason, is total points in tomorrow night's Hawaii Bowl. Uh, both teams closest without going over. Again, the uh, the over at most uh, the total, rather, at most places, about 55. I'm going to go prices right and go 49. 49 it is. You got under everybody. Jason, Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening. Thank you, guys. Yep, take care. Good to hear from you, and... Uh, good to give our friends at Claxons the love that they deserve because they're very grateful that they allow us to do this contest each and every, well, m- normally Friday, but the last day of our work week. The uh, schedule for uh, the station, I shouldn't talk for the morning rush because <laughs> they're liable to be on. They're but off. It, just, just, I got, you got to think, right? Yeah. I know Travis wants to do a show on Monday, and apparently Roberts does too. But we're scheduled to be off for four days. We're off. We're off. Yes. Uh, and then the next weekend, likewise. Next weekend, we got a four-day weekend, too. So we... I kind of want to work that Monday. No, you don't. I know you don't. <laughs> Give work... You're off four. Get three... You know, off for four. Work three. Come back. Work, uh, off for four. Work four, and then take two. Not bad. It's not bad. We're not digging ditches. No, I We're know. We're talking on the radio. I know. It's pretty easy. Yes. We'll come back with our picks. Easy for you last week, Mr. 4-1. and one. How about that? Gets you back to 32-47-1. Oh, my gosh. It's that old blind squirrel theory, right? It was a good one for you last week. Yeah. Well, we'll see if we can put them back we to back. We still got over a month of football. I know. Football. There's a lot of football left, right? Say that. There really is. Yes. You can get back in this thing. Have you cashed the ticket in the Bet Rivers, or did, did you put one? one? So what? How much money have you got left? Like one hundred and sixty. Yeah, out of the two fifty we started I, with, I haven't cashed a ticket yet. It's been I, ugly. It has. I got a little surprise for everybody. I'm oh, not betting futures. Yeah, you, I bet. I'm you and your shadiness over there. I'm posting my tickets. 
Um, I know what you're doing. Alabama on the money line with everything. <laughs> I can't wait till Cincinnati beats them. Yeah, but they're not going to beat them. Upright, upright, are, are they? they? Did you watch them against Auburn? I, I did. Did you watch them against Texas A&M? I also watched them against Georgia. Well, that was one game. I know. There's lots of others. I just, You're a creature but, of the moment. The last game always gets you. Yeah, but I and I love the Cincinnati story, as you know. Yes. I've been on their bandwagon since September. Guys, I'm telling you, they're getting in. Um, but I just think it comes to an end. Anyways, we'll find out. We've got some time before that one. Miller and Condon back with our picks. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106. Point. State Farm is there. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800- Merry Christmas! Building a community doesn't happen overnight. It takes hard work, dedication, and sacrifice. It takes a team, and it takes time. That's why for 75 years, we at NCMIC have been here working for you and with you. But this anniversary, we're not just looking back. We're focusing on the future, on building Iowa, on the better days ahead, and on how together we can all start taking the path forward. Good bets off. The Chicken Coop is the place for great food and wings with three metro locations. The Chicken Coop has the best, fresh, never frozen wings, buffalo, garlic jalapeno, buck nasty, tropical heat, pepper teriyaki, garlic parmesan, and so much more. Along with steaks, burgers, ribs, and a children's menu for the little ones. And don't forget about the Chicken Coop's daily lunch and drink specials. Catch all the games at the Chicken Coop in Ankeny, Urbandale, and West Des Moines. Football Friday picks from Miller and Condon on KXNO. Brought to you by Circus Sports. Sports betting the way it should be with Circus Sports Iowa. Slave bells ring. Are you listening? All right, Miller and Condon, 11.45, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. So Rutgers is on the cusp of getting to the Gator Bowl at 5-7. Yes. They'll play that game the morning of the semifinals. Uh, they have the highest APR rate, apparently, of, non, of non-qualifying teams. And they're going to accept the uh, the uh, the bid if indeed it comes their way, and if they can get enough guys on the plane to get there. Well, that's just it, right? Because you got to think these kids have skedaddled out of town. Absolutely, with school, the finals are over. Mm-hmm. Getting them back. What's the so today's the twenty third. The game is a week from tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Week from tomorrow? Yeah, week from tomorrow. Week from Saturday, isn't the first on Saturday, or is it the thirty first? Oh, it's the thirty first. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you're in those confidence pools and you've already filled out that, right? right? I mean, A&M would have given Wake Forest all they wanted, I think. Probably would have liked A&M. I probably would have. And so you're on A&M in your confidence pool and it's already in and Jesus. I'm in one of those confidence pools oh, and you? it just took it off oh, as of right now. they did? Yeah. That makes sense. So if you had it as a 15.1, everything just bumps up or bumps down a spot. That would make sense from there. to do it that way. Um, look, it's football. It's 10 o'clock in the morning on uh, on New Year's Eve. Okay. You're in. In. Um, and then we get the two playoff games that day. What else is that day? They're not the, not the games You're, you're that we Mr. Used Schedule to. over there. Yeah, you I know. don't remember. You know better than me. All right. We're looking for the 31st. 31st. Yeah, there's, there's one game that makes no sense. 
Uh, there is the Gator Bowl at 10 o'clock our time. Yeah. 11 o'clock our time, the Sun Bowl. Okay. CBS, yep. Washington State and against Miami. That's not it. Boise against Central Michigan in the Arizona Bowl. That'll be on Barstool Sports. That's what I'm thinking of. So what is Barstool Sports? Is that an online thing? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're a huge presence in our world. Yeah, I know, but I can't watch them on TV is what my right. point is, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, no, Barstool's that, um, the guy that eats the pizza. Right, yeah, that's Dave Portnoy, Dave, the, the yeah, owner. Right, he is right, right. misogynistic a-hole. And, yeah, I've seen that part about and him, And he too. wears that on his it's a mm-hmm. badge of honor, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but they yeah. have a sports book. They, well, Are yeah. their partnership with Penn Gaming. Right, yep. So they they use that brand, their Barstool brand. To, and these guys just started out, it's, it's just, were they blockers? I don't think, I think it was just podcasts. And Podcasters yeah. and just, I mean, just ballooned. Yes. I mean, they're multi-gazillionaires. Absolutely. Good, Good business. For them. Yes. Good for them. Well, you you certainly aren't uh, you the audience if you're listening to my picks. <laughs> Anywhere near that factor right, the back side of that. Um but so last week was good. It was. Let's see if we can you put want some them back Christmas to music back. underneath this week. Yeah, D- Dean, if you if you've got Dean, what did you do last week? I was 4 and 1, you were 3 and 2. T-Box right. is yours, but okay. uh hanging around you are as well I mentioned your record. We won't Yeah, we don't need again. to do that again. I am 44 and 36 though on the season. That is making money at a 55% clip. Good for you. Good for you. Biff Hammer's having a good year. Yes, he is. Uh, He's got me beat. He's at he? like 60 here. Yeah. And they he does three picks a week, right? Murphy right. and Andy. All right, let's get into these picks right now, shall we, for what they are worth. I've got two college, three pros. I'm going to start with uh, the Hawaii Bowl. I know I'll be in front of my TV tomorrow night watching Memphis and Hawaii played on a, well, it's almost like a high school field, apparently, according to Mr. Condon. But Memphis is an eight-point favorite. Memphis likes to throw the football. They're going to chuck it up and down that high school field. Hawaii couldn't cover me. I'll lay the eight. Give me Memphis, pick number one. Uh, tonight, we've got a, a decent game. Florida. Central Florida. Huge game for Central Florida, but the quarterback position is too big of a question mark for me. Uh, the Gators have not been good. Uh, let's face it. They they got into the bowl game, their bowl game on the final week of the regular season. Remember this team took Alabama? You know, speaking of you're not too high in Alabama with Cincinnati, they gave Bama all they wanted. I think that was a one-point game early in the year. But I'm going to take the Gators. Uh, what am I laying in that one? I'm laying a touchdown. Let's go to the NFL. Uh, tomorrow night, Christmas night, the Colts and the Cardinals. I love the way the Colts are playing. I don't like the way the Cardinals are playing. The game is on the road. I get it. Jonathan Taylor is in the conversation for MVP. Perhaps running back, knocking off a quarterback for the MVP. Uh, the big Frank Reich guy, Carson Wentz, just don't make too many mistakes. Don't be bearing gifts tomorrow, Carson Wentz. And I think the Colts can pull it off. I'll take the Colts. The Chiefs, depends where you shop, it's as low as seven points right now. Open to ten. Now, Mitch, when he joined us yesterday, Trent, he alluded to an announcement he thought was going to come yesterday afternoon. Did you see it? I did not. I did not either. I don't know what that means. Um, but I think Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, at least from reading what I was Twitter, they're, they are in all likelihood going to play with the uh, different protocols as far as uh, COVID positives if you've been vaccinated. I hate the fact we have to try and handicap that into our right. picks, right? Um, I'll, I'll take the Chiefs, lay a touchdown over the Steelers. My best bet of the week, I know you don't agree with me, but I love this game. I have a major opinion on Buffalo and New England. 
I'm taking the Bills. Give me the two and a half points. I love Buffalo in this spot. Look, Mac Jones is a great story. He is the best so far of the rookie quarterbacks. No thank you. Give me the Bills. Best bet of the week, the Buffalo Bills. So uh, what was your first pick as I'm putting it in the notebook? Uh, Colts. Colts over Cardinals, Chiefs. Minus, oh, you're talking oh, Memphis. Memphis minus eight over Hawaii. You're laying the points. Laying the Memphis. points. Laying right. the points in both the college games. Look at you and all mm-hmm. those favorites. Well, it was four and one last week. My best bet. I'm taking points. Trent, give me two and a half in the Bills. How about you? Let's get it going here this week. And uh, both my college games this week. Not till Monday, so we got a little bit longer to wait before we get there. We kick things off. There's nothing better on December 27th than the trip to beautiful Detroit. For the Quick Lane Bowl, Western Michigan, of course, they're going to have the home crowd there, making the short trek from Kalamazoo. Nevada, not as easy to get there uh, from Reno. I'm just fading the Mac here. The Mac stinks. That's what you said earlier today, I am not a believer in the Mac, and I am grabbing the points here. Give me the touchdown in the Wolf Pack with pick number one. We go to mid-afternoon, 1.30 on Monday. It is the Military Bowl, East Carolina against Boston College. B.C., Inconsistent this year, mm-hmm. but decent. East Carolina. Ugh. No thanks. I'll lay the field goal here. Give me BC minus the three. To the NFL we go, and I'm on the opposite side of you. Give me New England. Bill Belichick. What in God's name was Buffalo doing? Poking the bear? You don't do that. I'll lay the points here. Give me New England minus the two and a half. And I'm on the other side in that Kansas City-Pittsburgh game, too. Good. Know Why? Because no. every single one of our people on Claxons, <laughs> they all took Kansas City and laid the points. I will grab them. Give me seven and a half with Pittsburgh. My best bet of the week, it's a really an organization that I believe in more than anything. Baltimore last week probably had no business even being in that game against Green Bay. Came up short, went for the two-point conversion. They go to Cincinnati talking about a bad organization on the other side. Like Cincinnati, like their future with Burrow. We don't know what's going to happen with Lamar Jackson. I don't know if it matters here. I don't this either. is more than anything. Yeah. Give me Harbaugh and the points. I'll grab the field goal. Give me Baltimore. It's my best bet of the week. Well, they've lost, as we said a minute ago, their their last three games. They've all put uh, come up on the wrong side, but by a combined four points. Right. It's incredibly difficult to do. Oy, 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 oy. Well, when do you, what, what family-wise, what are you doing? You getting in the car after the show, going where? Uh, heading up north, going up to Osage and uh, New Hampton, hitting a couple locales up there. Going to see my parents. My sister's back in town from Cleveland, so I haven't seen her for a while. So excited to see her. Her niece and nephew are very excited as well. They love Aunt Jewel. So excited to do that. And uh, coming back then, Christmas Eve night after family Christmas with a bunch of the relatives up there. As I like to say every single time, I want my kids to be sleeping in their bed Christmas Good for Eve you, man. and waking up with Santa presents underneath the tree. Oh, I'm envious of you. I'm envious of Christmases for kids, and there's nothing like it when you got a pack. Maybe you don't feel that way all the time on Christmas, but man, you will get to a point that you long for the days. I know I certainly do. That is going to do it for us. So we'll be back on Tuesday. I'll be a year older when we come back on That's Tuesday. Right, 27th. 27th, indeed. Scott so it, had to, it had to stink being, having your day, your birthday that close it's to brutal. Christmas. But after 63 of them, you get used to it. Right. But it was as a kid. As a youngster? You know how many times I, well, this year we combined your Christmas and your birthday mm. presents. You mean like last year and the year before and the year before and the year before and the year before? I had a buddy that's birthday was on oh, Christmas. Oh, brutal. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine. No. That's and just, it was a lot of that 
Oh, we're going to get you something big. Well, you might have got me something big regardless. No, you get robbed. You do. You get robbed. Uh, Merry Christmas to our audience. We certainly appreciate you tuning in. Have a wonderful time with your families. Uh, If you have that opportunity, whatever, make the best of it. Eat a lot. Drink a lot if you're so inclined. Watch a lot of football. Holiday cheer. Absolutely. I cannot wait to watch the Beatles. I'm just so pumped up for this. That's what my wife and I are doing starting tomorrow afternoon. Merry Christmas, everybody. Murph and Andy, I believe they have their Christmas show coming up at 1 o'clock. The Fanatics will be in at 3. We're done. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas from all of us on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.